Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. I hope you had a good week. I had one, but I did have an interesting experience this week in dealing with one of the inmates in the facility where I work as chaplain. He thought that I did not think very much of him because of, I guess, the way he looked with some tattoos on his face and his designated race or ethnicity, and he thought I just didn't care for him. And then he apologized to me, saying that that was wrong. He saw that I did care for him because of some things that I did talking to him and trying to help him out. And then he sent me a request that said, I need an exorcism, for I have a demon or demons within me. And I thought about that, and I've been thinking about it all week, and because of what I did, and I think I'll share that with y'all today to give you an idea of where I'm coming from. Now, I know there's all kinds of arguments and cases out there for the idea of demon possession, of someone having the ability of having a demon possess them and control their thoughts and control their actions. There are those that believe there are demons and those that believe there are not demons. Well, let's set that aside. Let's not have a big, hairy, as some people would say, theological discussion over the existence of demons and the ability for them to possess certain individuals. I do believe there is evil, and I do believe there is good. And from my Christian faith perspective, I believe that if there is a God, and that is what I truly believe, there is one, he created us and he created us for good, but we went astray and he's shown us the way back, that we could open ourselves up to the other side, that there must be another side, that we could go in the opposite direction of that. And so that's kind of where I confronted this inmate from. I didn't tell him I would do an exorcism because I don't know what that would entail, even if I did do one. But the thought came to me and I explained to him that, okay, I believe that you believe evil has taken over your life. You believe that there's an influence in your life that is making you feel these things that are bad, uh, do these things that are bad, think about these things that are bad. And I said, I can see that. But from my perspective, I believe that you can give yourself to God and you can be like God in his character and nature if you give yourself over to those things. Therefore, if you gave yourself over to the things that were the opposite of God, of righteousness and love and peace and grace and light, that you could give yourself over to the darkness. So I told the young man what I wanted him to do was to go in his life and try to, as this darkness came upon him, as his thoughts went to the darkness, as he felt this darkness coming upon him, that he would open a book, and I gave him certain chapters to read and certain books to read, and then I gave him certain scriptures to read within certain books that had to do with certain subjects, like peace and comfort and light and darkness, and he said he would read those. And so, I explained that while I believed you could open yourself up to evil, that just as you did that, you could reopen yourself up to light. And my challenge to the young man was open yourself to light. And that where light is, darkness cannot stay. Now, 
as I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm looking at the things sitting on my desk, there are shadows behind them and there are dark spots behind them. But where the light is shining, there's no darkness. And that darkness that is there is simply a shadow of that which is in front of it. And so I want you to think this week, and this may not be a very long podcast, but I think it's an important one. Whether you believe in demons or not, whether you believe in a heaven or a hell, whether you believe that uh, a person can be possessed, oppressed, or none of the above. I think if you've lived very long in life, you will have to admit that there is a darkness in some people. There is a darkness in some situations, and that you could even maybe say that there are things in this world that are evil, and there are definitely things that are not evil. And so if we can agree on that, then I want to propose a thought to you of how we get past this. And it's the same thing I suggested to this young man. It's things that I've learned from the scriptures. And again, you may not be a Christian and know any of these scriptures, but it talks about in scripture that we need to have our minds transformed. We need to have them transformed towards a different way of thinking and looking. It says that we need to take every thought captive. And why we need to do that is because thoughts come in and the longer they mull over and stay in our brain and we think about them and cultivate them, then they lead to actions. And some of those actions are not good. So we need to bring them into captivity of goodness and not let them bring us into the captivity of darkness. And so... I want you to think this week as you're going through life about where your life is. What is going on in your life? What kind of activities? What kind of people? What kind of things are you reading? What kind of things are you attracted to? And I want you to think about, do those things bring a lightness to your life? Do they bring light or do they bring more shadows and darkness to your life? Do they bring feelings of despair and discord and depression? Or do they bring feelings of joy and laughter and peace and comfort? What do those things bring to your life? Because no matter what you may think, it has been my experience in life, whether you believe in eternity or not, in God or not, that what you open yourself up to in life is what comes into your life and what takes over your life. It takes over your thoughts. It takes over your actions. It takes over your emotions. What you put yourselves to, and I believe that's why, again, from my Christian's perspective, that it says our eyes are the light of the world. We could throw our ears in there too because sometimes maybe you're blind. You actually can't see, but you can hear things and you can take them in and they affect your emotions and they affect your thinking and they can affect your actions. So, what are you letting into your life? If your life is in a shambles, and your life is in a dark place, and your life is in a place that trends toward darkness and bad things, what are you letting in your life? Now, hopefully, there's not that much darkness in your life, but for it not to be there, you have to be letting the light in just as I challenged this young man. Let the light in. And when the darkness does start to come, move toward the light. Move toward the goodness. Learn, to, as soon as that comes in, to take it captive. Well, you want to say you're taking it captive to be in obedience of Christ, or you just take it to be captive 
in being a good, decent human being. You need to watch what's coming into your life, what you're opening your life up to. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. If you open your life up to the darkness, your life is going to be filled with a bunch of cockroaches. That's the only way I know, only analogy I can put. Your life will be full of cockroaches infested with the diseases they can bring, the dirt they can bring, the nastiness they can bring. But you know, if you open yourself up to the light, there may be cockroaches laying out there in the darkness somewhere waiting to come in. But as long as that light is on, you rarely see the cockroaches. I know that cockroaches are not always a sign of dirtiness because we lived in Houston, Texas, where they had tree roaches. And they would come into the house, and you didn't see them a lot, but when you turned on the light, they'd run and go away just like cockroaches, but not quite as bad, because sometimes you could see them even in the light. But cockroaches, you turn them on, and they're allergic to the light. They run, they hide, they want to get in a crevice where they can't be seen. That's why... I believe in the Bible it describes the things of the darkness and the reason sin happens in darkness because it's not something we really want to be seen. We don't want others to see us participating in them or doing them. So this week, as I said, if your life is in a shambles, question what are you opening your life up to? Through movies, through conversations, through relationships, what are you opening your life up to? Is your life constantly being open to the light, the peaceful, the good, the gracious, the righteous, the happy things of life? Or are they opened up to those dark things of life like lust and greed and cheating and stealing and coveting and those kinds of things? What are you opening your life up to? You can blame it on others because in a class I taught, we usually think of things happening in our life from one of three areas. It either happens because we are all at fault. Everything's our fault. Or it's someone else's fault. Or it's just luck or fate. None of that is really true. It's not just luck or fate. It's not that we're so bad that we bring every bad thing on us. Or we're so good that nothing bad ever happens. Because none of us are that perfect. Nor are we anyone else so perfect? And therefore, it can't all be their fault either. So it starts with you. What are you opening yourself up to in every area of your life? And when you figure that out, if it's darkness or light, then you will truly know what is possessing your life and your soul. I hope it is the light. And I truly hope it is the light that is found in Jesus Christ. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.